The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of A Pointless Prattle. I am one of your hosts. I'm Johnny. I'm joined by uh, Trevor Franklin. And whatever that voice was, don't do it again. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. It's. <laughs> I think it's because I got this whole setup here where I can like lean back and feel like I'm a radio professional for some reason. <laughs> so I just start talking in weird, uh, weird ways. Like, uh, you sound like I don't know Jessica Simpson on her reality show. <clears throat> that's what i was going yeah. for i don't know if she has a reality so, show now i'm a little behind the times <laughs> so job well done yeah. by me uh and they said i'd never amount to anything but i just got that comparison so <laughs> you know up your nose with that rubber hose trevor <laughs> uh, this is the show where you and i pointlessly prattle about things of any nature really yeah um and we also <laughs> and we and we also do not advertise no uh, i we should call it hidden prattle. It's just if you find this podcast yeah. by accident, um, good for you, I guess. Yeah, this is a this is an undiscovered gem. <laughs> if if we want to call it a gem, if if you've ever been a pet owner and had a pet in the house, and uh, I used to have a ferret, and the ferret's pretty good about using the litter box, actually, kind of like a cat. Um, but. Every now and then, you would step on something, and uh, you just immediately know what it is. You know, it's a little ferret turd. Um, <laughs> it's a hidden gem, sort of like this show is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we're the f- <laughs> we're the ferret turds of a podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, right, I miss that ferret. I, I don't. don't. I gotta be honest. I truly don't. That thing destroyed my toes. <laughs> uh, any chance he had? Very prejudiced against ferrets. You. Just so everybody knows, ferrets have incredibly sharp teeth. Yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> um, Trevor, what are we discussing on today's episode? Well, Johnny, get excited! It's the Megaton announcement of the year. I'm ready. I'm getting hyped. Hop ruins everything. That's our topic. That's right. Another uh, very positive-sounding topic after our last one. Yes. <laughs> uh, I guarantee you, though, that everybody's had something in their life that they got really hyped for, either because other people hyped this thing for them, or just uh, you know social media hyped this up, or even just media in general hyped whatever this is up. And then when this thing or whatever arrives, it's you're just like, eh. You know, eh. yeah, <laughs> that's happened to me quite a few times. It's kind of like how your birthdays get when you get older. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Might have definitely reached the eh stage for sure. Yeah. And you still, I don't know if you're like me, sometimes you still, you think about your birthday coming up maybe and you think, oh, that's cool. You know, in your mind, you're thinking people make a kind of big deal about it. And everybody, even introverts like me. You know, we like it when people remember us. 
and then it, it kind of gets closer and it's just another day like any other. Um, and so even though it's yeah. a small amount of hype, you kind of just let yourself, let yourself down really. Yeah. But Trevor, <laughs> let's discuss uh, what, first of all, what made you think of this topic? Was there something that was getting really hyped up that was, uh, that was throwing you on your guard as they say? I don't think anybody has ever said that, but you know what I mean? I think what made me think about it is uh, I realized I've I've listened to podcasts pretty hardcore for a few years now. Um, You know, I'm still going to work during this pandemic, so I I listen to podcasts pretty much every morning and every evening at the very least. And when I'm doing any kind of menial task, I usually have a podcast on. Probably too much, really. I probably need to back off a little bit. But I've realized in the last, well, this year, really, the last six months or so, I've started shifting podcasts. Like some of the ones I used to listen to all the time are falling down on the list and I'm listening to new ones. And I, what I realized is they all share one thing in common is they're more just kind of down to earth, matter of fact, I will say honest, hop free or less hop podcast. In other words, they're not really trying to sell you on anything, not even themselves. There's just not all this hop around it. And, uh, and I've realized in my life in general, I'm getting less and less tolerance for just, just hop, and so that that's kind of what triggered it, probably. Yeah, I I think this really for me right now in this stage of my life, and I'm 37. Uh, that this really stands out is in music, right? Yeah. Uh, music today. Uh, I was telling you that I've reached that age where when something's trending, when a when a musical talent is trending on Twitter, <laughs> uh, there's a humongous chance that I've never heard of this person. Yeah, and then I'll go and check them out, and I can't. I think her name was Charlie XCX or something like that. Something of I that don't nature. remember because I didn't know who they were. <laughs> yeah, never heard of them. So I was like, well, I'm going to go check out what this person sounds like, and. My first thought was I heard this before when Britney Spears was big. It was my first yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, but then apparently this this artist has been around for like five years now. is really huge. And I'd never heard of her. And when I listened to it, and it just it wasn't for me. That's the best way I can put it. Uh, so to me, she was overhyped. <laughs> well, that that's an eye-opening but, experience is here well before COVID started. So I guess it's been a few months now. I remember I was over. Uh, we were probably recording one of our other podcasts. And you started playing these song clips for me of what are supposedly the hottest bands right now. And it was yes, eye-opening because yeah. neither one of us could even name who they were. Except there was like one yeah. out of eight we could name. One of them I just remember because it was this girl named Billie Eilish or Eilish. Or and I know like now that. she's huge, but at the time I had no idea what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> same. This was only a few same. months ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think music is a, is a good place for me to start when it comes to this overhype thing. But... I know there's been plenty of times in my life. Let's just kind to, I mean, the other show we do is Retro Bliss. So let's go back to an area we know very well, video games. There's been plenty of times where a video game throughout my life I got hyped for. And sometimes it just did not live up to set hype. No, video games are kind of notorious for it because, especially when the graphic wars started, which to some degree they've been yeah. started throughout the history of video games, but it became so much about we can do something these other guys can't do. Literally, Sega's slogan was, uh, Sega does what Nintendo don't. Um, which I love that on one hand, but on the other hand, it was just all built around hop. And as a kid, yeah. you buy into that hop. But as I get older, I become more and more cynical. Like, I'm nostalgic for that 16-bit era Sega-Nintendo hop. But now, 
if a video game company tries to just hop on something, I'm like, yeah, I've seen this before. Are you really doing anything different or new? You know? Well, I mean, even, I mean, just look at the systems that are about to come out now. You know, we're about to get the new PlayStations and Xboxes. Uh, they're trying their best to hype each one of their own machines up, which I understand because they're wanting people to go ahead and pre-order oh, and yeah. stuff like that. But they haven't even told us how much these systems are yet. No. It's just way more about hype now than anything else. Uh, so it's it's really strange to me. I'm trying to think back of... Uh, there's been plenty of... I know there's been plenty of games. Oh, I can think of one right off the bat. Uh, I had a Sega Genesis growing up. And the Power Rangers were coming out with a game, right? And I and in my head, I knew it was going to be like a going through the streets beat em up type of game with the Power Rangers. Because I think that's what the Super Nintendo got. However, it turned out to be more akin to like a Street Fighter type yeah. of game. Where you pick a character and you're just fighting just one other character one-on-one type of thing. And I've been, I remember being really, I mean, I ended up still playing the game and I still low key kind of liked it, but I remember at the time being really disappointed because I really wanted a beat em up game. So it was overhyped. I, it was my own fault. I had overhyped it myself, really. There, there's a, a few times specifically I can remember, um, falling victim to my own hop. Like you said, it can be self hop. Um, there was a game called Brutal Legends. Do you remember that on the Xbox? Yes. I was yes. so excited for it. And to be fair, I don't remember if I ever played it. I think maybe I just played the demo, but uh, like, there's no way it could live up to the hop they were putting out, but I still bought into it. And then there was another one. And I, to be honest, I might be confusing the two a little bit, but I think it was called Brute Force. Oh, was that like the had Jack Black in it? See, I think maybe it was Brutal Legends that had Jack Black. The one I'm remembering specifically was... Uh, it was supposed to be a big Xbox, like had, it's kind of inspired by Halo, but I remember it had like reptiles were the main characters. So you don't remember it now. It's supposed to be, this no. was supposed to be the next big thing. This was literally hyped as the next Halo or the Halo killer. I think it was called Brutal Force or Brute Force. Um, you don't even remember it now because it was a disappointment, but it was so hyped. And for some reason I bought into it. Um, yeah. And, yeah. I think I think that happens now with a lot of a lot of the new games because we're we're going to move off from video games here in a minute if you're bored about video game talk but uh, but I know with new games now it just seems that they're all being rushed so they'll come out not yeah. even done uh, you know I'm a big fan of the Battlefield series and the latest Battlefield game came out unfinished I mean there's just nowhere else to put yeah. it it just wasn't done uh, and I've since loved the game. I really like it. I played it a lot, but it's not my favorite in the Battlefield franchise. And it's just because when it came out, it honestly left a big, a big, uh, it's like stepping on a little turd <laughs> uh, because everybody was just so hyped for the next Battlefield. And they just, it was obvious they had so much more work to do on this game. Well, this, I may be wrong about this because I'm, despite loving video games my whole life, I'm pretty out of the loop now, but I feel like hype has trained, changed. <laughs> Hype has changed in video games. It's still from the publishers, but now it's more free advertisement from the big YouTubers and things like that. They're the ones hopping, yes. not so much the publishers. Quote unquote influencers. Yes. Is, I think that's what they're called now. That that brings me to this list I found. I'm glad you said that. This is a great transition here. Uh, I found on a site called ranker.com and they literally just rank things. Uh, but 
this is popular things you're just not interested in. Is <laughs> what this is. This is some wicked right, So, yeah, it really is. Because the first one is the Kardashians. Uh, <laughs> legit could care less. I still, I'm not entirely sure who the, who the Kardashians are, except they're a wealthy family and they have a reality show. But that's basically it. Okay. Ask me. And then number two is uh, influencers, like Instagram and mm. YouTube influencers. Uh, yeah. Now, in in fairness, there are some YouTubers that I watch, but it's because I personally find them entertaining. It's not because I'm going to sit there and whatever they tell me to do, I'm going to do. It's yeah. way more that I think they're funny. Honestly, the ones that I really like watching, uh, there's this one guy called, it feels weird for me to say this because these people are all way younger than I am, <laughs> but... Uh, there's this guy called Toddy Quest, and he plays this game that I play, Apex Legends, but he's not necessarily that great at it, but he's really funny. <laughs> so that's why uh, I really like watching his channel, because he's funny. So that means more to me is entertainment value. It's not about, well, this guy or this girl says, hey, you should go buy this because I got this. That doesn't work on me anymore. It may have worked on me when I was younger, but I'm definitely at the age where, where I'll just check something out myself if I'm interested. Right. Yeah, the... I mean, I might be wrong, but I kind of feel like the YouTube movement, which has been going on for, what, at least 10 years, like, as far as just the massiveness of YouTube, I feel like is more than 50% guilty of this hopping of popular culture, just the, not just video games or music, just the overhop of popular culture, because basically we're given free advertisement. Um, Yeah. I mean, if a ninja were to say, stop... And I, this is my show, Magnets. Maybe he doesn't play Fortnite anymore. But Fortnite's how he got to start, right? I think he was before that, but Fortnite is definitely okay. what made him huge. Well, if he if he yeah. now decided, you know, Fortnite's garbage, Apex Legends is the game we should all be playing. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people would follow him and, and leave, you know, one game behind to join another. And that just doesn't make any sense. He's just one dude with one opinion. But this... Yeah. uh it's the be- the beautiful thing I guess about YouTube is that anyone that has an idea can execute it, and that just wasn't possible. You know, back when you had to have a TV station believe in your idea, it's a lot different now. And on one hand, that's beautiful. On the other hand, I feel like we got a handful of mega hit YouTubers who are just hopping whatever they want to hop, and it kind of scares me a little bit. <laughs> um, the influence these people have, yeah, especially on younger people. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm talking like teenagers, you yeah. know, I think them especially, uh, it's, but also at the same time, I've also seen instances where I'll use Ninja as an example, cause that's a good one to use. He switched platforms. Like he switched from Twitch to, uh, whatever Microsoft's thing was. It's no longer around now. It, it, it recently went oh, down, yeah. but he, but he switched to that and it was a huge deal cause he got this big bunch of money for it and everything. Yeah, like- uh, but his audience, right. yeah. But his audience on that other thing was way less than what it was on Twitch. It was like it just was. Yeah. So he did have some people follow him, but it definitely wasn't the mass herd that I think they were expecting. Yeah. Uh, so that's really strange to me. I also think that you can definitely hype stuff, but also people get used to something like Twitch. Just using that as an example, and they just like, well, I'm just going to stick with Twitch no matter what. Yeah, that's that's true. It. People are still within the day creatures of habit. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a great example of that. I've been using, and what I'm about to say is about to be sacrilege for a lot of people on both sides of the fence. I've had an iPhone for I don't even know how many years now, 
but I literally don't give two cents about Apple. In fact, I don't even like a lot of the things they do, honestly. <laughs> I don't like how, well, I mean, they're a corporation. It's fair, but I don't like how buy, buy, buy driven they are. Like, just trying to yeah. hop, how hop driven they are. Oh, they're huge for hype. Uh, and they, I think what bothers me with them is when they try to, seemingly when they try to bring out new, like a new iPhone or whatever, they make it where it's going to be not only more expensive for the phone itself, but for the accessories, because they make you get new types of accessories. And that's where I think hop is dangerous. And it's not like, I'm not saying, oh, we got to stop these companies because at the end of the day, they're trying to make money where I think people need to be. But some of them have tons of money. I mean, Apple is going to be fine. Right. (laughs) I, I think what's scary about it, and everybody has to be careful about this and everybody has to do it on their own. But if I start thinking, oh, I need the new iPhone, it's, it's going to improve my life. And I, to be fair, I've done this with other things. Oh, I need this new video game or this new board game. And you start thinking these things are going to improve your life because you're buying into some hop, even if it's self-created. When the reality yeah. is the iPhone I have now is 96% the same as whatever one just came out. I don't even know what number they're on. My I have an iPhone five. It's really old, but it still works. Knock on wood, yeah. it's fine. Does everything else pretty much the newer iPhones do, except for it's smaller. It, it truly is going to do ninety nine percent of the things you would actually do on it. Probably are, are going to be the same. Yeah. But if you buy into the hop, and a lot of people do, and I'm picking on iPhones, but you can pick a lot of different things. You can kind of make yourself, and this could be its own episode, maybe of of the podcast. But it's the fear of missing out, and I think hop just feeds into that. I think, yeah, I think they're kind of one of the same, yeah. really. The it's that's, I mean, there's there are people who will get the newest Apple thing. I'm, we're just using Apple as an example again. You can use put in whatever you want here. Uh, that if Apple comes up with something new, then you then this person has to get it All just right. because they'll fear they're missing out on something. Now, in fairness, I am that same way with certain things myself. Yeah, me too. You know. Uh, there's like a I'll use NBA 2K. That's a basketball game that I really love. I've literally gotten that game from the very first one that came out on the Sega Dreamcast to literally the one that just came out last year. Uh, the new one's about to come out in a couple months, and this is even though they're about to bring on also a new one for the new systems, which I'm that's another thing entirely. But like part of me is already thinking, should I get this <laughs> the next one? And even though I know in my soul that it's going to be basically the same game I have now already. <laughs> I'm still feeling that urge to say, you know what? You need to get this new one, you know, because it's just there. It's ingrained in me. And I, and I honestly think that a certain level of that is perfectly fine. I know I'm, I don't think I'm very easily influenced and I might be, maybe I'm mistaken, but I don't think I'm very easily influenced by being sold on something. I create my own hop a lot of times though. And, I have so many, uh, I'm a board gamer, you know, we'll probably have an episode about that eventually, but I have so many board games on my shelf and it's 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 my shelf. Yeah. Speaking (laughs) lessons is not something I'm hopped about, unfortunately, but, (laughs) and just like you with NBA 2K, like, uh, a ticket to ride is a popular game. If a new ticket to ride expansion or version comes out, um, and to most people, this sounds ridiculous. It's a game about trains with cardboard and plastic trains, but I kind of feel like I have to have, and maybe this isn't hype. I'm not sure. Might be getting off topic here, but I kind of feel like I got to get the next one. And it's definitely this fear of missing out. Like, well, then I won't have that one. What if it becomes hard to find later, you know? So yeah. I can create the self hop, but that can be very, 
I don't know if dangerous is the right word, but it can be unhealthy. But I think, like, for example, if I want to get the new Ticket to Ride when it comes out every year, if you want to get the new NBA 2K, that's not unhealthy. But I think realizing when we're getting out of hand is is where hype can be unhealthy. Yeah, also, I would also throw in here, too, that there are some people, and I'm this way with some things, too. I think everybody might be this way on certain things where we recognize that something's getting super hyped and it makes us care way less about Yes, I'm very guilty of that and I have been for a long time and it's it's being too cool for school and I don't like that about myself, but what was it? Oh, Hamilton. I mean, talk about yeah. hop. Hop ruins everything. That That's a great point. Hop has ruined Hamilton for me just in the sense that my wife has been asking to watch it and I think I'll like it. That's the thing. I definitely love history, and U.S. history is interesting to me, and I've heard amazing things about it. But so many people we personally know in our lives have kind of hopped it to us that I just can't get behind it right now. And when I do finally watch it one day, I'll probably love it, but it's actually ruined it for me right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm the, I'm the same way. Like, even you, or even, I mean, even people whose, whose opinions I hold in high regard can try to hype me on something and i and i'll know that you like i'm using you as an example like you know that i'll like i'll use animal crossing this yeah. is a great example of this you hyped animal crossing to me forever like for a long yeah. time even i even remember you hyping it in the gamecube days but especially when the new one's coming out on the switch you're very much hyping it to me you and Derek both really your brother <laughs> and uh it got to a point where I was like, I don't even care about this anymore. There's no way. I don't even know what this <laughs> is. Uh, all these things. But then I just like, you know what? Trevor knows me, so I'll just take a chance. But there was a time during that where I felt you were overhyping it, and it, I was getting tired of it a little bit. <laughs> and I'm sure I've done the same to you. And I know, like, another good example, too, is uh, our producer, Chris, here, who I consider one of my really close friends. Uh, I tried to tell – this is back when – uh, Tiger King was huge, right? I was like, Chris, you got to watch Tiger King. And I guarantee you to this day, he has never watched yeah. it because it got so hyped to him that he just can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he got tired of hearing about Tiger King. And this happens in music too. I, I mean, Creed is a great example of this, right? <laughs> this is a band that when me and you were younger got humongous, they, they were huge, but then they got overplayed and overhyped. And then everybody started making fun yeah. of them. Hop hop can ruin a band. I mean, it can they can lose their cred over it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's funny how much things have changed. Like, I don't know. Right now, when I think of overhyped and hop, I think about sort of just uh, fly by night content creators as being the worst version of it. I mean, I know music and movies and video games can still be overhyped, but honestly, when I think about it now, I think about podcasters, YouTubers just normal people who I don't know, they kind of use their 10 minutes of fame to just overhop things and, and board gaming, which it doesn't matter that it's board gaming. That's just one of the hobbies that I, that I know of and that I listen to podcasting things and a board gaming. I don't know. In the last few years, my problem with the hop is that I feel like there's more, board gaming uh, media personalities that have gotten to a point where they formed relationships with the publishers of these games and their listeners expect a certain thing. And my problem is I feel like 
this perpetual need for them to hop the next thing or to be positive can actually kill true criticism. It can kill true, deep, thoughtful criticism, which is why I watch reviews and why I've watched um, content, you know, about board games because I want critical thinking, like, to help me make a decision. Um, do you feel that way at all about any of the things you're really into? I mean, that hop can kind of kill true criticism and, and sort of a, the deeper conversations. I think so. Uh, that's, that kind of comes down to trust too, right? Like, do you trust this, uh, this person or this, you know, company or whatever, who's giving you these reviews for things? Do you truly trust them that they're going to be unbiased? Yeah. Uh, cause in, in everything, there's a little bit of bias, no matter who you are. Right. Like, uh, you know, we're both let's let's say a Mario game comes out, right? We're both very biased that we love Mario. Uh I think for me personally a Mario game has it would have to be incredibly bad for me to play a Mario game and say I hate this Mario game and be just totally destroy it. I think I would still try to find the positives in it, even if I know deep in my soul <laughs> this is not a good Mario game. And that's just my biasness speaking out. I have way less of a problem, however, if they're upfront about the biasness. Like if you're if you're giving a review and you say, "Hey, I'm just going to be upfront here. I'm very biased about this product or this thing. Uh, maybe it's got some nostalgia to me, or maybe I have a relationship with this company, or maybe I'm friends with this person." If you're upfront about that, I'm way more okay with that because at least you're being very oh, honest yeah. and and you can tell me that. Like I'm way more cool with, and actually you'll buy points with me if you're upfront about that kind of stuff. Uh, but also kind of think that hype can destroy things that actually are good. Yeah. Because uh, you get overhyped on something. Hamilton's a great example. I felt the same way that I finally just broke down and watched it, and I really liked it. It's very enjoyable. It's long. I do have some complaints about it. It's not my absolute most favorite thing, but I do think it's really enjoyable. It's a really good piece of entertainment. If you like musicals at all, and I I really do, if I'm being honest with myself, I do like a good musical. This is, this is up there, and it's got some history thrown in. Uh, overall, it's sort of mostly accurate they do take some liberties but that's anything uh, that's pop culture that goes, tries to use history uh but it's i've definitely seen where something was overhyped to me so i just didn't watch it or i didn't check it out and then I'd come back later and check that thing out or whatever and i was like you know what this was actually way better than i thought it was going to be yeah and i mean that happens a lot i mean i, I guess it works the opposite way because because of the hype, you've trained yourself to think it's lesser than what it is. And a lot of times yeah. there's a reason for that hype. And, and to be fair, um, you know, my, if you're around me long, you'll know that my star Wars, you know, my defining movie experience was the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And I, I don't really remember the hop. I mean, I remember they were a big deal. I remember I didn't really even know what Lord of the Rings was. But I genuinely loved each movie as it came out, and that will always be my defining movie experience. Uh, I was at the perfect age, you know. Um, and in my opinion, the hot behind those movies was justified, you know, for a variety of reasons. Uh, they really were the biggest thing in cinema at the time. Uh, yeah, production size and cost, uh, the the just the size of the cast and the yeah, the scale, of the whole the thing. scale of it, yeah. Yeah. So sometimes hype is for a reason, but like you said, it can hurt it. Like, I honestly feel like there's people, I know someone, um, 
who will not watch Lord of the Rings. And I think part of it is, is because she never really watched it uh, growing up. And then she just, all she really knows is the hype. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't know the core content. All she knows yeah. is the hype. So it's really a, a big turnoff and I'm totally the same way. Um, so yeah, hop can work the opposite direction, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so next on this list, Trevor is something that me and you both can look to, and that is surgically enhanced lips. What? Uh, this, this list is from 2019, by the way. Wow. Um, so yeah, we I feel those are very overhyped. Well, I'll just go ahead and in case there's any more body parts on your list there, I'll go ahead and take care of it. This is this is no judgment. Teach their own. This is an honest statement from me. I truly do not and have never understood uh, these surgical enhancements that are just purely purely for for looks. Um, and I'll even say breast implants. I, I've never got it. Um, I've never. <laughs> I've never had. You've one never had breast implants, and I've never understood why other people do. No judgment. It's just. But maybe, see, I'm the same way, but maybe it's because we're both ugly. Well, yeah, that's true. Like, I've never, no one was ever going to love me because of my look. So I guess I didn't have to worry about yeah. it. And I know, I know, please, not like anybody even listens to this anyways, but if you did listen to this and we had a way to write into us, don't write into us saying we're being sexist. First of all, that's Johnny, not me. <laughs> but no, I know it's different for a man and a woman. I'm just saying for me personally. I don't really even find it attractive. It seems like a lot of money and work and probably pain. So yes, all surgical beauty enhancements to me are very overhyped. Tanning beds, tanning I, beds. I'll throw those in there. Like it's dangerous yeah. and it's just for looks. I just don't get it. I, I understand what you're saying and I'm not even saying I disagree with you, but I have seen where some people have said that they're doing these things to make themselves feel better about themselves. Yeah. And you do you, I mean, yeah, and when and if that's the case, then I have nothing against that. If you're not hurting anybody else, and you're going to be okay and still healthy after doing this thing, then you know what? And if it makes you happy, go for oh, it. Oh yeah, you know, and, I have nothing. Yeah, against if you're not that. hurting anybody else, I I truly believe live and let live. Um, but if we're yeah. talking over hop, these things have been big. Um, yeah. surgical Especially beauty enhancements. Yes, <laughs> I've always been double D. I mean, they've always been. <laughs> hopped and i've truly just never gotten it that's just me being honest i just i don't i, yeah. I don't really get it um it's not a world that we understand but i know there's people in that world and it makes sense and i know there's that's, there's I mean, men who had like butt implants so it's not just women yeah I, I, I don't get it uh but uh it's gotta add to the glutes yeah. uh all right next on this list uh justin bieber apparently he's still a thing i don't feel like anybody um, likes him anymore so i don't even know if he's overhopped but I'm Beyonce is another one. She is definitely hyped. Oh, yes. Beyonce is humongously hyped. <laughs> yeah. Um so here's the thing though, like if some especially when it comes to musical artists, I can look at them and be like, I get why some people would like them, even if they're not my cup of tea. Like I understand that they're talented. Beyonce I would throw in there. I would say Beyonce is obviously talented. Yeah. She's just not she's just not something I would seek out to listen to. Yeah, see when I when I thought of this topic of hyper runs everything, I I didn't even think about these musical artists I don't like anymore because I feel like I'm so out of touch that I kind of just chalk it up to it's just not for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Uh, so next up would be, uh, I'm not going to read everything on this list because there's like 40 things. I'm just going to pick and choose some of these. Um, uh, well, tanning's on here. Actually. Really? <laughs> tanning is one of these things on this list. Yeah. 
Um, and then Snapchat is definitely one that I feel is humongously oh overhyped. So I've never <laughs> downloaded Snapchat. I've never used Snapchat. Here, here's some brutal honesty from me, and and our two listeners are gonna just know what kind of human being I am. I've actually thought less of people because of their abuse of Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my problem. I've got to work on that. I need to not judge people so harshly because <laughs> some people just do it for fun. But when I thought people were abusing it and like just craving attention by using the most ridiculous Snapchat filters, like, oh, look at me. I'm so ugly today, but I got puppy dog ears. And like they're just got all these filters on to where they look gorgeous. I roll my eyes so hard. I actually had to have corrective surgery. Yeah, I think. I have a real issue here too is I can sense or see or some people just are very blatant about it when someone's just really needs the attention right like I can tell you're yes. doing this because you just need the attention but then I'm a complete hypocrite because I'm if I'm being very honest I'm the same way well we're, we're <laughs> I yeah. most I most certainly need attention myself and I mean that's why I even like I think of jokes that I think are funny and I'll post them on my Facebook or on my Twitter but deep down, I want other people to also think oh, it's yeah. funny. If I'm you wouldn't honest. post it if you yeah. didn't think. We wouldn't make this podcast if we didn't care what anybody thought. We would just talk to each other, which is probably yeah. all we're doing anyways, honestly. <laughs> but no, <laughs> we are human beings. We crave attention. But things like Snapchat to me are very, very overhyped because all they are is a vehicle for narcissism. It doesn't mean we don't all have those tendencies, but we don't always have to feed into it. And to me, things yeah. like Snapchat were just made to feed into our narcissism. So yeah, we're also old too. Oh, I'm Let's so just make sure we're... I'm way older than my years would indicate. I know that. Like, yeah, um, celebrity gossip. This is a ugh. huge one. I know tons of people who love to get into well, honestly, just gossip in general, yeah. but celebrity gossip especially. I've legit never cared about any of that. It's another thing I never I can got. Honestly, yep. Yeah, I can honestly say, but but however, however, in full disclosure and full honesty. If the gossip is about somebody I know, or if the gossip's about uh, a famous person that I actually do like, at the very least, I'll listen to it. I'm not going to lie about it. Well, the only gossip I have to listen to now is uh, who's had a sex scandal, so you know who it's okay to like and who it's not okay to like. I mean... Uh, Yeah, who are we canceling next? Yeah. (laughs) That's what we need to do. like, you know, I... Yeah. You know, well, we'll say... We saw (laughs) Louis C.K. in concert. The only professional comedian I've ever seen, by the way, the only one... (laughs) And I don't remember. That's he just true. came to our hometown. I guess that's why we saw him. Yeah. And uh, it was a hilarious show. And I've quoted several things from that show for years. And then I heard one day that he had done some terrible things. It's like, well, I guess I better quit quoting his show. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He, uh, I mean, on a spectrum of, well, this is ranking terrible things. So that's a really let's hop terrible things. Yeah. Let's, let's, hype, let's hype and rank what the, the hierarchy of. Uh, the level of terribleness of different things, but uh, like next on here is Tinder. Uh, I've never like I get why Tinder's there, but that's a f- purely a to me like it's purely just about getting sex, right? Tinder. That's what I always. I, I was going to ask you: feel. Is Tinder just a dating app? I mean, what is it? <laughs> I mean, I know it's something. To do I with that. think uh, this is how out of touch we are. People are going to be laughing yeah. at this. <laughs> I've never downloaded it. I've. I've used it as a joke before because I know sort of what it is because it's just hip hop culture, you know, yeah. you know, swipe right type of things. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just when you can find people in your area who just want to quote unquote hang out for whatever you want to take that as either a date or, uh, you know, Netflix and chill if you catch my drift. Gotcha. 
Yeah. Um, this next it says, is this place still? I don't think this place is even remotely hyped anymore. Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> I've not heard anybody talk about it in years, but then I I wear all my clothes till they fall off, and then go to the department store and get more. So <laughs> <laughs> this this Adventure Time shirt I'm wearing now, I literally have loved to the point where it has holes all in it now, uh, <laughs> and I refuse to get rid of it. Um, like, see, this thing has people in here I've never heard of. Who's Wendy Williams? I don't know who that is. <sighs> that does sound familiar, but I literally have no idea who she is. All right. Well, the next the next one I'll bring up is another really good one. Is uh, it says new, the New England Patriots? It's a uh, NFL team. So let's just throw in sports here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sports definitely get overhyped. Um, you know, I absolutely love basketball. I'm not going to lie about it. So I'm very biased towards basketball to the point where I secretly kind of uh, vomit a little bit by my mouth when anybody brings up how much they love football. Because <laughs> this uh, this country is definitely a football country for sure and um, you know for people who don't like sports though at all i'm sure they get tired of just any sports being brought up but i but i know for a fact that like i'll watch espn to get my basketball news but i i gotta go through so much football news first for they'll even get to the basketball that it just overhypes football to the point where i don't know if it even ever had a chance for me to like it <clears throat> yeah the, if i'm being honest of all the things we've talked about this is probably the one that affects my life negatively the most because I've just never cared a lot about professional sports and everywhere I've ever worked, everywhere I've ever gone to school, to college, this is what people talk about. And once they start talking about it, they don't stop. And like, I'm just not good at small talk, like pretending to be into something I'm not. So it's just, it's just always kind of been an awkward thing for me. Like, cause they'll say, Hey, what would you watch any sports? What's your favorite? And I'm like, eh, not really. And it's almost like you just told you just told them you you like to kick puppies in your spare time. Yeah, yeah. I don't think some people understand that there are people out there who just aren't into sports. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, who cares? <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I don't get I don't get mad at people who don't like basketball. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, it, they're games. I don't get mad. I like at games, different kinds of games, just not professional. Yeah, televised sports particularly. <laughs> I mean, it's all yeah. games. All right. So next up on this list is Instagram. Uh, Instagram, I think is one for me. I'm very curious what you think. Cause we're both on Instagram. Uh, for me at first, cause I was on Instagram fairly early on. I liked the hype. It worked out for me. I, you know, I, I draw cartoons for, I mean, I draw cart. I, I kind of, a, I hate saying I'm an artist cause Trevor laughs at me when I say that, but, <laughs> uh, I draw, <laughs> I draw, I, I draw doodles for a living and, uh, Instagram was great at this time for, me to get that out there like i got a lot of work from it i got a lot of jobs from it uh i would i would post something get all kinds of uh, likes and stuff from it uh, but now because they've changed so much with the algorithms and all that garbage uh instagram now to me it has become overhyped and i still get work from it which is the only reason i haven't deleted it but it's way less than before yeah t- t- instagram would probably fit right there on youtube um, it, there are people, very famous Instagram people, who literally it's like they have Instagram just for the hop itself. Because I've 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 looked like how does this person have one point two million followers? And I look and I look and I just can't figure it out. And from what I can tell, it's literally just from the hop itself. 
Like, they know how to build a hop train. And they're not really putting out any real content or creating. At least on YouTube, people are creating something, usually. But sometimes yeah. on Instagram, it's like they're not even making anything. I mean, if they're if you're good looking and, and you're willing to take pictures of yourself every day, that seems to be all it takes. And, and to me, that's just the definition of hop. I mean, if there's no content there. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, see, I'm with you, but also I get it because I'm just as guilty as scrolling through my Instagram and all of a sudden there's a picture of a, of a of who I consider a pretty woman and I'll stop and I'll look at it for a second. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, that's I why it works. It stops me. It's just, it's just, yeah. it's amazing to me that it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just the world we live in now. You can actually live off of hop without, I think Paris Hilton used to be the famous example. Because it's like, yeah. well, what does Paris Hilton do? Well, she's a rich person. <laughs> it's like, yes, yeah, but what does she yes. do? And and it's sort of that way now with a bunch of you know Instagrammers. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Uh, next on this list is one we need to spend about the next twenty minutes on. That's the poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, have you ever used the poop emoji when sending a text to somebody? I have, but. Not much, and I think probably the reason I haven't much is because I feel like I need to be more creative <laughs> because it's so overused. Yeah, um, I'm kind of with you on that. I think just emojis in general probably get yeah. overused. I know, I know when my parents, who I love and adore, but when they first really got into texting with their <laughs> cell phones, uh, they definitely were overusing emojis. My dad would literally send me texts when he was at work. Just nothing but emojis. Just a whole slew line of them. <laughs> like when he would discover new emojis, he would send them to me type of deal. Uh, which is actually funny now that I think about it. But they, but that just shows you how hyped emojis are. Uh, you know, that everybody kind of gets into them at some point. Um, next on this list, of course, again, I'm skipping around. Uh, gender reveal parties, Trevor. Oh, I agree. Um, <laughs> now, let's put this disclaimer out, out there. I agree with this, that they're overhyped. 100% agree. But it's also tough for me to tell somebody, because let's also be fair and frank, I've had plenty of people who I'm very close to who've had these uh, gender reveals, and they've been you know, some of them have been very creative and all this, but uh, even though I don't get it, I'm not mad at people oh, for no. doing it. Like if yeah. you're if you're excited about having a having a kid, that's awesome. I'm very glad and happy for you. But I'm also at that point where I'm very much tired of gender reveals. <laughs> no, I, I, I like here's this is one of those things that now that I have a kid of my own, I totally get it. But it's the one thing, and and I'll be fair here because I used to talk about like kids' birthday parties, especially like their first birthday where they're not even going to remember it. You know, yeah. I used to go on and on about how so stupid it was to spend all kinds of money and think everybody has to be there. We should just have something simple. But I kind of ate my words a little bit because my boy turned a year old right in the peak of COVID season. And so we weren't able to get together with anybody except personal family, you know. And I was kind of sad about it. So I kind of ate my words a little bit. But the gender reveal thing, um, I don't begrudge anyone for it. But I sincerely believe that that's just a thing that should not be so hyped. Um, I think the only time it actually gets on my nerves is when it's like, um, it becomes another thing you need to spend money on. Like, you're going to have a baby shower. You know, you probably already had a wedding shower, hopefully. Or, you know, 
if you decided to get married before you had a baby. It just depends. And yeah. now it's like the gender reveal thing has been so big that people expect you to spend money on that and to, you know, uh, to make your reservations. Like, if it's something you want to make a big deal about, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's just another excuse to get together and have hype about something you care about. So I guess I can't be mad about it, but I do kind of get my, my panties in a water. That, yeah. See, that's where I struggle too. Uh, like I'll even throw in uh, first birthdays for kids on the same level for me. Yeah. Because I know for a fact, this kid is not going to remember this birthday. Yeah. It's not going to matter to them in the very least. Uh, however, it's way more for the parents, right? Like that's I, what I, I firmly believe yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, and I've definitely had, you know, friends and family, uh, for example, you know, I have a cousin who, who may as well be my sister. I'm very close to her, uh, who she literally had her kid literally like just days before you had your kid, like you were in the same hospital and oh, everything. Yeah. So it's how close they are in age. So, uh, her little girl turned one very recently as well. And she went all out for it. Like she, and the reason I know this is because they did it at our house, <laughs> at my at my house. That's how I know. I mean, she had like a uh, a bouncy castle. Wow. Uh, out in New York, she rented one of those. I mean, there's a lot. There was a lot of people here during COVID. I was not. I was not comfortable with it. I was actually kind of annoyed by it. But it's way more because it was COVID time, and I did not care for that at all. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's. But then I kind of realized that. You know, even though I was annoyed with it and I don't know why you're spending this much money, especially when I know some of these people really should not be spending this much money, yeah. right? Like, you, it's not like you make money hand over fist. I don't. I certainly don't. <laughs> so I'm not begrudging anybody else who's as poor as I am, not in the least. But I also know that, you know, if you have a family uh, and your kid's turning one, why are you spending all this money on that? Just get them a cake. And have some friends come over. Yeah. That's really all you kind of need because it's way more for you than it is for the one-year-old who is not, I repeat, is not going to remember it. I don't remember anything for my life before I was like three. No. No, and I agree with that. Like I said, I was I was sad when we couldn't have anybody over for our son's birthday. But a cake and the people you care about is really all that matters. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if weddings are on there, but I have some controversial opinions about spending thousands of dollars on weddings too so <laughs> literally having a big wedding is on here okay yeah. well uh, <laughs> me and my wife tried to have a small wedding and every step of the way i wanted to just have literally family and close friends meaning you and my family anna her family her best friends uh i probably would have invited adam who's our friend and go somewhere and and just do that, but every but it's yeah. like oh well we're going to offend this person we're going to offend this person. And so ultimately, what happened, and we still didn't have a big wedding by any means, but but yeah. what ultimately <laughs> happened was we didn't really have the wedding we wanted. I still ended up leaving out some people and feeling guilty about it later, and which is something I don't understand for the record. No, like I I'm here's, not here's that the way. case. I'm really not. But yeah, I have to understand here's the case. I don't, I don't. I don't. I do not. I do not think. I think honestly, me and you are in the majority on this. If you're somebody I just kind of know and you're getting married, uh, tell me about your wedding and that you're getting married. That's fine. I'm glad you told me, but you do not need to invite me if you no. do not want to. I will not be offended. In fact, you're saving me a trip from having to do something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So 
I'm totally okay with it. Uh, and I will congratulate you and be happy for well, you. I'll, but you don't need to. I'll go and tell you, and you can let me know if you agree, because I know a lot of people don't. Uh, and they've okay. let me know. <laughs> but we were trying to decide. <laughs> we wanted to keep it to a small, smallish number. And it was already getting out of hand. And so I have a particular aunt and uncle who have a lot of kids and would have, you know, been about 10 more people to come who I had not seen, had not even seen, had not even spoke to on the phone in several years who I appreciate and love their, their family, but I had not seen them in years, had right. no intentions of seeing them. They had no intentions of seeing me. We don't hate each other. It's just, it's just life, you know? Yeah. And so I didn't invite them. And, uh, to me, it was a totally logical decision. It wasn't personal, but my wife, I guess everything happened so fast. She didn't really think about it at the time. She felt really guilty afterwards. And, and then <laughs> I ended up going to a, a particular fast food restaurant that I, that I fancy. And, uh, I forgot that my aunt, who was one of these people I didn't invite, I uh, was the manager there and, uh, ended up being really awkward to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like she kind of made me feel really awkward and I don't know if it's intentional or not. And I felt really guilty for a while, but, uh, to me, that's the whole problem. Like it's, if you can't have the wedding you want, then hop is ruining it. You know, like the title wire episode, hop yeah. ruins everything. Just have the little wedding you want. If you want to have a big wedding and invite the president, which <laughs> we'll not go into that. If you want to invite <laughs> everybody, do it. But if that's not what you want, then don't let the hop, the expectations ruin it for you. Yeah, I think if I ever got married, I'd want a smaller wedding myself. And that's not just because of the cost, which that would honestly be part of it, but it's way more that the type... I've been to many different weddings of friends through my lifetime. And the ones that really stuck out to me were the ones that were way more intimate. Yeah. Right? That were smaller. Uh, those are the ones that really stuck out to me. Literally, uh, one of our friends uh, was getting married to the pastor's daughter, and they got married in their in the pastor's backyard. Oh yeah, and it was a and it was a beautiful wedding, and it was a great time with the with friends there, yeah. uh, and that's when it stuck out to me because it was just a really fun time of hanging out with people and watching two people get married who loved each other, and it was just a, a really nice relaxing time. Yeah, that's the kind of weddings I like. I personally don't understand these humongous things, and I also really don't understand the the stamp the 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 point of. Like, I get feeling guilty. You're feeling guilty that you didn't invite somebody. But at the same time, let's just be honest. There are people in your life, friends and family, and I think everybody's the same way, who you will go years without talking to or even remotely thinking about, yeah. if you're just being frank and honest. That does not in any way mean you hate them or in any way mean that you don't care yeah. for them. Because uh, I definitely have family who I love, who I haven't talked to in quite some time. Uh, and I have friends that are the same way. It doesn't mean I don't. It doesn't mean I hate you or anything like that. Just life kind of takes people down different paths, and that's just kind of a part of it. And why you would be mad at somebody who's who's having their day, right? A wedding for somebody is their day, and they should be able to have whoever they want there. And if you don't want me there, that's okay with me. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to be mad at you and try to ruin your time because you didn't want me to come to something, which might have been a big inconvenience for me in the first so place. I've so. I've lost my tolerance for these kinds of things a lot as I get older. Like I just. I just, I just don't have much time for this neediness. Like if you've not made any effort to see me and I've not made the effort to see you in a few years, then just get over it. We all, yeah, that's, 
Yes. We, and it's usually mutual, yes. like you're saying there. It's usually both sides. We've only got so many uh, hours in the day. Yeah. We all have a limited capacity. And I heard somebody talk about this recently, and it's kind of dark, I guess. But I really, really connected to me. Um, you know, and, and they were saying how they're, you know, kind of an introverted person. So I, I can relate to that. But they're talking about neighbors, you know. Like, yeah. you can't really pick your neighbors. You live next to who you live next to. I share nothing in common with this person. We share nothing, no hobbies in common. Why should I feel like I have to just make this excruciating small talk every time I see them? <laughs> yes. And it's, I hate to say it, but it's kind of the same way with extended family. You can choose your friends. Like we're talking to each other because we share things in common. You know, I, I'd have yeah. nothing to do with you if, if you weren't interesting to me. <laughs> but yeah. it sounds really cold, but you can't choose your family. Fair enough. Now, right. if it's somebody you live with, you better make time to talk to them. And I'm saying like aunts and uncles, people you never see anyways. Yeah. You know, we don't share anything in common. Does it make them less of a person? Does it mean I wouldn't save them out of a lake if I could, you know? Yeah. I, I'll, but, I'll still see your post on Facebook and roll my eyes. Exactly. You your, your religious and political views still just disgust me, but that doesn't mean we have to hang out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you know how true that is for seven miles to oh, family? <laughs> oh, man. Not just family. Like just people. Yeah. There's people whose opinion who's I'm having a hard time not changing my opinion of. <laughs> I've, I've got to I'm trying to look past some of their thoughts and be like, I know this person's a good person because I know them. That's literally yeah. I've really gotten there. Yeah, like if I didn't know you in real life and know that you would give me the shirt off your back, I would think you're a horrendous person right now. <laughs> yes. yes. Like, oh, it's terrible. We we yeah, should we have well all we do is complain on this show, but we could have a whole episode about the abuse of social media. <laughs> uh, I do want to do that at some point, but Trevor. Uh, we're closing in on about an hour. I say it's time we kind of start to close up shop here. Trevor, is there anything that you are currently hyped about? You know, we try to end up each episode with a recommendation of something that we're into. Trevor, what are you into right now? Well, um, what I'm currently doing, and I meant to send you a picture, is I'm building this massive, almost 4,000-piece Lego roller coaster. Oh, okay, yeah. Lego. Oh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about a third built now, and it's uh, it's been a little frustrating. It's, I think it says ages seventeen and up on the box, and it's not kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's not for the little kids or the impatient adults, but it's been pretty awesome. Uh, oh yeah, I can't wait for you to finish it. I want to see. Yeah, I was, you sent me a picture of the box. It looks really cool. Yeah, I'm actually pretty excited about. it. I know it's silly to some people, but it brings me joy. What I, what I've been doing lately, just uh. This is the Trevor hop. This is not the kind of hop most people would do because this is very specific to me and it's probably relevant to everybody else. But uh, what I've been doing the last uh, week or so when I come home from work uh, is spending about, because I try to spend time with my family, but I've been spending about 30 or 40 minutes if I can uh, working on this big Lego set while playing a podcast because that's also the thing about Lego is it's, it's not mindless, but it also doesn't really require a lot of thought if you're just following the instructions. So, I turn on my favorite podcast, uh, Sporadically Bored, if you care at all about board games or British humor. Uh, Sporadically Bored is just probably my new favorite podcast, so I'll shout them out. And building Lego sets. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, I'm going to... Man, um... I'm going to hype a couple of things, I think. First of all, Jojo Rabbit. I just watched the oh, movie. Yeah. Uh, it's on HBO Max right now. If you have HBO Max, do yourself a favor. I'm going to try not to overhype this, but watch this movie. Uh, literally, it's been a long time since the movie. Both made me laugh really hard. 
because I legit laughed out loud multiple times at that movie, but also ugly cried at a couple different times in that movie. Uh, so I highly, highly recommend it. One of the best movies I've personally seen in quite some time. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, another thing is Umbrella Academy Season 2 came out. I watched all of it already. I watched it all <laughs> 10 episodes in one day. That's how good it is. I couldn't stop myself. If you liked season one, which I do recommend as well, season two I thought was even better. Uh, Umbrella Academy is on Netflix. Highly recommend it. It's a, for those who don't know, it's kind of based around this family or quote unquote family. They were all adopted by uh, this rich guy, and but they all have certain powers and stuff. So it's a super, it's based on a comic book. It is about superheroes in a way, but it's very different from uh, any other superhero thing I think out there. So Umbrella Academy. And uh, since you brought up podcast, there's this podcast that just ended their first season that I'm, that I'm highly, highly into because it's so, <laughs> it's so funny uh, and it's all improv, but it's called bananas for bonanza. <laughs> and it's where these improv, these masters of improv, are playing these characters in which they are, uh, <laughs> they're watching episodes of Bonanza I was that's what and it was. they're reviewing it. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. <laughs> and it's beyond funny. So I highly recommend it. And then one last podcast, uh, it came out, I think, like a year or so ago, but it's very much a theater of the mind type of thing. Uh, it's called 1865. It's a freaking beautiful podcast about. Uh, and I mean, by beautiful, I mean it's well acted, and the music's incredible in it. It's pretty much a movie for your ears. Is how it's set up. Uh, but it's about the uh, 1865, of course, is when the Civil War ended, and Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. So it takes place after Lincoln's assassinated, and what what goes on with the country there. It's a really good, uh, really good, really good podcast. So those are my recommendations for this week. Trevor, anything else before we get on out of here? No, I don't think so. Uh, go check out Retro Blist and Cardboard Cave and all these other terrible podcasts that we're hopping. <laughs> yes, please do. And this one that we haven't hyped whatsoever. <laughs> hey, uh, leave us an iTunes review because that kind of hop brings us more listeners. That's right. Uh, speaking of which, Trevor, we need to figure out how we want to actually advertise this show in general. Yeah, I, I'm not really all... Cool. I'm kind of burnt out on social media, but I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Yes, same, same. So thanks for those who, we do have listeners somehow, we got our numbers for our first episode. Uh, Thank you. Uh, We're very shocked by that. Uh, But very much thank all of you. Stay tuned to next time. I don't know what the topic could be, but I do know we'll be brutally honest about it. (laughs) Yep. Bye, everybody.